Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Double Play Podcast. In today's episode, Ryan and I are going to round out the regular season as there's only a couple more days before playoff baseball. We're going to talk about that huge Mets Brave series, and we're also going to hand out our little bit late September awards. Let's get into it. All right. Welcome back, everyone. By the time you're seeing this, I believe the regular season might be over. We still have one more day, but it's it has been a fun regular season. But it's the end of September, so it's time for some September awards. But first, Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Uh, I think this will come out tomorrow morning, so it'll be Wednesday morning, so everyone will have one more day of regular season baseball, one more day of watching non-playoff teams, uh, and then get ready for the playoffs. They'll start on Friday, um, so hopefully we'll get another episode out to you guys before then, two in a week. I know, so awesome. But uh, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Doing great. I mean, this, this little welcome back have kind of, kind of become our recap football the last few weeks, so... I mean, both TCU and USC are undefeated, so that's exciting. TCU's got college game day next week. So that's our little little football talk. We won't get that too long. But yesterday, I went to go see some baseball. Went to the Rangers-Yankee game. Hopefully, I I was hoping to see Aaron Judge at number 62. Kind of around the sixth inning, I was like, I don't even care about 62-0 anymore because Luis Severino was throwing a no-hitter, which I thought was a perfect game at the time because I guess I... He had one walk and faced the minimum. I guess I was in the gift store at that time. but uh, So that was exciting, and then they pulled him in this after seven. But nonetheless, a fun game, but did not get to see the 60-second home run. Did you get anything from the gift store? I did. I, I, I'm going to actually bring it to you real quick. All right, while Ryan is gone, um, I'll pose to you the next question after the gift store, which is, will Aaron Judge get to 62 home runs? That is fire. I got this little, little tiny bat so we can play baseball in my room. And probably break something. But, that is pretty uh, awesome. Do I think Aaron Judge will get to 62? Um, I do think so. I just kind of hoping so at this point. I feel like it's too good not to, and you, we'll talk about him a little la- later in this episode. He's been too good in September. A little spoiler there. But I'm hoping it carries on. It and for the Yankees, they need him to get going. Uh, uh, he's kind of ha- hasn't been great ever since he hit 61. I mean. Part of that's because he's not getting any strikes thrown to him. But uh, he wants to get to 62. I know the Yankees desperately, desperately want him to get to 62 because I was not impressed with that Yankees team outside of Aaron Judge. And I, the pitching pitching was good in the game, but just looking at some of the names that they are thrown out on a daily basis just don't seem like a World Series team. So they need Aaron Judge to get going if they want to make some noise in the playoffs. I will say, at the exact time that we're recording this, he only has two more games to do it. There'll be one later today when we're recording because they have a doubleheader and then they got game two today and then they play one more game against the Rangers tomorrow. So he's going to have to do it um, really <laughs> either today or tomorrow. So we'll see if it can happen. I, th- I thought that maybe you were going to get it. I just had that feeling that it would work out and you'd be able to see 162. But also, on the, on the idea of him walking all the time, I mean, Barry Bonds hit way more than 62 while getting intentionally walked 140 I think times in the season so I think it's just because it's all the walks seem to be happening happening at once for him so it's just kind of tough to get in a groove when you don't know if you're getting a strike or not you're not really expecting a strike 
no, that definitely makes sense. Uh, the other piece of news right before we get into the September awards, because that's what we want to spend the bulk of our time on, the playoff field is set. All 12 teams that are going to be in the playoffs, we we know who they are now. Matchups are still being decided. We'll probably know more after today's games, but the Phillies clinched that last 12th spot. The Brewers missed out after losing 3 of 4 to Miami. Our bold takes looked like they were uh, in good position for the Phillies to miss the playoffs and the Brewers to sneak right in at the last second. The Brewers gave them a window, and or the Phillies gave them a window, and the Brewers just threw it away, losing 3 of 4 to the Marlins. The Braves swept the Mets. Uh, we've got uh, some more news. Where do you want to kind of hone in on that? The fact that we know all 12 teams now. I mean, the Braves sweeping the Mets was a big one. I, I unfortunately wasn't able to watch any of the games, which kind of sucks. But uh, it was a big series. I would just go on my phone and see Braves win again, Braves win again. So at right now, it's magic number is one to clinch the division. Either a win or a Mets loss, which the Mets are winning 3 nothing right now. I just checked that against the Nationals. So it might be... In the Braves' hands, if they they need to beat the Marlins this weekend, but um, that was a big series. And then Phillies are in. We, we I wasn't. I mean, we were picking bold takes, like we like you said, uh, for, to uh, to get the Brewers in. But uh, Phillies took care of business. Uh, they, getting close to not taking care of business, but but they took care of business there in the playoffs. They'll probably face the Cardinals, which is probably the, or it is the more favorable matchup than the Padres having to face probably the Mets now but uh so Phillies I mean you get Nola and Wheeler in a three-game series I I I like that matchup with almost any one-two punch in the big so maybe you see them make make the NLDS and who knows maybe they can shock the world yeah um one last thing I wanted to to ask you before we move on we went the entire season without saying this it, was that last series a Mets going to Met moment? Like, I, I totally thought with them playing so well this year that that saying was going to die. But it kind of feels like it might be making a return. I don't know if it's a Mets going to Met. Because, like, I mean, yeah, it sucks to lose the division. But, I mean, they're still making the playoffs at the end of the day. And they're still pro- they're going to be favorites to win that first series. I think the only thing part where that sucks for them is that if they win, they're going to have to play the Dodgers in the division series versus avoiding them until the championship series, assuming the Dodgers take care of business as well. But uh, I think that's the only thing. But, I mean, you're going to have to face them at, at, at some point. And, I mean, maybe for the Mets, you prefer a five-game series rather than a seven-game series. I mean, you only get one start for DeGrom and Scherzer, but if if they're good in one game, each of them, that's... That could be two wins for you, and then you only need to find one more out of the next three games. So maybe a five-game series is, is more beneficial for you if, if you're the, the Mets. So I wouldn't really consider it a Mets going to Met moment, but uh, you definitely would prefer to win the division and a- avoid that wild card series. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into the awards, and it's going to start with one of those Mets, maybe the most surprising player of the month that we've had all year. In the National League, we both have Eduardo Escobar as our National League Player of the Month. He hit 340, 393 on base percentage, a 649 slugging with eight homers, 24 RBIs, which led the National League, a 1.6 war, and a 191 WRC+, plus, really just embodying that, that clutch Mets energy throughout the entire month of September. He earned both of our National League Player of the Month, kind of the most surprising guy that we've had all year. Yeah, I, 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 I was doing a, I was just kind of going through fun, for, for fun, I had some extra time, I was at work making these notes, but uh, 
I did one word for each of these players that I gave an award to, and it was for Eduardo Rex, where it was seriously like, I mean, I, I've kind of seen here and there like him having a good game. There was one game uh, where the Mets won, I think it was five to four on a walk off win, and he had all five RBIs. Yeah. So, but like just looking at the stats, I mean, you mentioned all of them, but he had a great month as. Like you said, surprising, and he easily, easily could have been a surprise of the month as well, but give it to someone else because he, he gets the player of the month. So a great month for a Mets team that kind of wish they wish I could have used this narrative to say he led the Mets to the division title, but we'll, we'll see if we'll see if they can do that. Yeah, I think if you're the Mets too going into the playoffs, like he's one of those players that they are a fringe team, needs to play well. Like you need an Eduardo Escobar to play well. You need a Mark Canna to play well. They've got to get Starling Marte healthy. Like Because their offense is so reliant on just kind of everyone up and down the order, taking good at-bats, getting the hit when it matters, and they're not like the Braves where it's Matt Olson's going to hit a home run off of you, then Austin Riley is, and then Acuna might, and then Harris might, and then Swanson's going to hit one in every single game against the Mets in that three-game series. Like They're a much more methodical offense. They need a guy like Eduardo Escobar to get going, and so far, I mean, through September he is, so hopefully for them he keeps it up through October. You go from the most surprising player of the month to the least surprising September, Aaron Judge, the best month of one of the best seasons ever. He's our player of the month in the American League. Yeah, my one word for Aaron Judge was MVP. I mean, he's he deserved it. And I mean, earlier earlier in the year, we we're a little, is it Shohei? But Aaron, like you said, one of the best seasons of all time. And this month, four seventeen batting average with five sixty five, eight sixty nine. Uh, that's on base and slugging. Ten home runs. He walked over 25 percent of the time. A two eighty six WRC plus and a two point nine WAR. And uh, I kind of just, I saw you gave it to Judge, and I saw the stats. I kind of just glanced. I was like, yeah, Judge is getting better. So I didn't even bother checking. But when I was going to uh, do our team of the month, I saw Bo Bichette had like a 220 WRC+. plus. I'm like, wait a minute. Is he, is he actually the player of the month? Like, did Jack just give it to Judge because Judge is Judge? I, I look, it was, Judge was like still miles ahead of him, even though uh, Bichette had like eight home runs hitting 405 with a 220 WRC plus. So that's how good of a month Aaron Judge had. The two New York guys get the player of the month. Yeah, and it's just crazy that like 2.9 war wins it in the American League and you go to the National League and it's 1.6. Like that just shows you how good Aaron Judge has been. I mean, one of the best seasons that we've ever seen, that the game of baseball has ever seen. And I wasn't joking, like this is the single best month he's had war-wise, WRC plus-wise, walk percentage-wise. He still hit 10 home runs in the month. There's just no denying Aaron Judge. He's going to win MVP. Shohei had a ridiculous month as well. And without spoiling anything, we'll get to him later. Um, but still, it's it's Aaron Judge, even though Shohei is just having still another phenomenal season. Aaron Judge is MVP. Absolutely. And getting into NL Rookie of the Month, I had a guy that we were we had an episode on very early in this year, and we kind of thought once he got called up, he, he was he was going to be fun to watch. And he's disappointed a little bit over the course of the season. It's O'Neill Cruz. But this month, he hit 284, 355 on base with a 541 slug. And a 150 WRC plus, and I mean, obviously, you know his tools, his arm across the diamond, and his power. And then way to, way to spill right there, Jack. Miss your yeah, mouth. Yeah, thank you. But <laughs> but uh, the one word I, I did a letter for O'Neill Cruz. This one was just a W. I mean, if if he's playing well and he turns into a serious MLB player, this is gonna be a guy that's gonna be fun to watch for a very long time. Because like I said, the tools that's it's a very fun guy to watch. 
This was the most up in the air that the Rookie of the Month has been, for me at least, because there were three guys that I considered. Cruz was third on my list. Um, I ended up going, yet again, with Michael Harris of the Atlanta Braves. It just feels like the Braves have won every single one of these. Um, But Harris just edged out his teammate, Spencer Strider, who... If he had thrown a couple more innings, I might have elected to go with him. I think he threw like 25 innings, caper nine in the 15s, uh, and a good ERA. But Michael Harris, fourth among war for National League hitters this month. Feels like he's always at the top of that list, even though he's just a rookie. Hit 324 with a 343 on base, 569 slug, 1.3 war, 152 WRC+. Plus. Um, again, it's really close between him and Cruz and Strider, but I've just been so impressed with Michael Harris. And the thing that kind of pushed me up on Harris to be the number one spot. He went from hitting eighth or ninth to start this month to like they're hitting him three, four, five now. They're they've gotten extremely confident in Michael Harris and Strider missing a start was kind of what gave Harris the edge for me that they're just gaining confidence in this rookie heading into the postseason. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a great rookie of the year. I've not really raced the race is over, but interesting to see where the voting lies, but obviously he said Michael Harris has been great for the Braves and they're trusting him and he's another big piece for the Braves if he if he's still going in the playoffs that's another great bat great bat defense that you can rely on so I mean going forward the Braves I mean they they need that as well and we talk about I mean obviously all playoff teams want as many people as possible performing at a high level in the playoffs but Michael Harris is a guy that would be great. And even if he's not hitting, I mean, the elite glove in the outfield, he's a very valuable player for the Braves and could be a player to watch to get hot in the playoffs and kind of make make his name for, I mean, the baseball fans who aren't, who are just like postseason watchers, really earn his name. And, and I'm, I, I think he can do it. There's a Texas rubbing off on you. He got a great bat. <laughs> I, I don't know if that just kind of came out. I, I was kind of surprised that when I, when I heard that. We'll do season-long awards after the postseason, most likely, but I can kind of spoil it right now. I'm not picking between these two, uh, Strider and Harris, for National League Rookie of the Year. Like I think they should do a co-Rookie of the Year. Teammates, they're both just so good. I might not have the ability to pick between the two. Uh, but another one we differ on, it's going to be our American League Rookie of the Month. I will... Or no, do we have the same guy? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, we do. Okay, whatever. Well, I'm going with Stephen Kwan uh, of the Cleveland Guardians, a 325 batting average, 396 on base percentage, 450 slug, 21 runs scored, seven stolen bases, a 144 WRC plus, and a 1.3 WAR. For me, he just edged out Adley Rutschman. Had a higher OPS. He had more at bats, uh, and then obviously seven stolen bases. And you know what? His team just made it to the playoffs and won the division. So that a little bit baked into to my award prediction or my award pick, but. It was great to see Stephen Kwan really kept it up down the stretch after he had a really good first month. And you still look right here, even though he's a guy that many people doubted, is still putting it together uh, down the stretch. So I'm going Stephen Kwan for my Rookie of the Month in September. Yeah, I had Kwan too. My one word was sneaky, uh, just because, I, I mean, I, I kind of paid attention to him a little bit just because he's the local kid back home. So, uh, I, I mean, if you think about it, he had that amazing stretch to start the year. I mean, it was like he didn't swing and miss until like, I don't even remember, like the 20th game or something. Like that. I don't remember. It was some crazy stretch where he just did not swing and miss and he kept hitting. He like had back-to-back five-for-five five games or something. But, and I mean, you kind of like the hype died down because 
Then you saw Adley come up, Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, Julio Rodriguez. He kind of just got outshined by these rookies who were like, we were expecting to do well, and like everyone was excited when when they did do well. But Stephen Kwan, he's been good this whole time, and he has a great month. Also wins for me. That's why it was sneaky. But uh, and I mean, I think he's hitting above 300 for the season. Another key piece for the Guardians if they want to make some noise in the AL when they're not really favored to. But that's a, Quan's another guy who has an amazing glove as well. He's he'll pop up in highlights with some crazy catches in the outfield. So Stephen Quan, rookie of the month. And he's another dude who, in the playoffs, because he's going to be there, can build his reputation as a rookie for the fans that don't pay as much attention as you know some of our, of all of our followers who just love baseball uh, so dang much. But he's he like Randy Rosarena, you know, he didn't really make his reputation until that first playoff run. I'm not saying Stephen Kwan is going to go out and set the home run record for a single postseason, but Stephen Kwan, Michael Harris, guys that can boost their reputation uh, with a good performance in the postseason, especially if the Guardians are able to win a series, which we will predict later this week. National League Pitcher of the Month. I only have one more month to do this because I'm not sure he's going to be a giant for very much longer. It might be a tiny bit biased, but I'm going with Carlos Rodon. 26.1 innings pitched, which was kind of low, but at the same time, a 2.03 ERA, a FIP even better than that, which I'm not baking into my award pick, but just noting it, a 15.53K per nine to, I believe he's going to end the season as the NL leader in strikeouts, uh, tied for the all-time franchise lead in most games with double-digit strikeouts in a season in his only year with the Giants, a 1.3 war. Rodon was filthy this year for the Giants. Super great for him. He stayed healthy for all of his starts. They're not going to start him today just because they've already been eliminated uh, and they don't want you know him to get injured and they're just going to let him go into free agency. Got another opt-in, but I bet he opts out for free agency. I'm I'm praying the Giants bring him back because he's just been such a joy to watch all season. But Rodon had another ridiculous month in September. Could end up coming in second in the NL Cy Young. He was great. I'm, I, I might be a little bit biased, but I'm giving him my award. Yeah, I saw that, and I said, if you're going to be biased, then I'm going to be biased. And I said so kind of biased, though, because like, I, I still think he was probably the best pitcher. I don't know. It was close. Well, he, I mean, Julio Arias, he had five more innings pitched. That's who I went with. And he also didn't qualify. So, I mean, Rodon, like, they weren't really close to qualifying. But my word for Julio was ace. He, he, I mean, he's probably going to start game one of the playoffs. He had a 1.19 ERA and five starts, 30.1 innings pitched, and he's just been great the whole year. He's another guy who could finish second in that Cy Young, too. I mean, it, it, I, I, it'll be a battle for the second and third with those two guys, and I mean, we probably know that Sandy's probably going to get the one. But, uh, yeah, these two guys, I mean, Julio Rios, I mean, I don't know when he's a free agent. He, he's only, like, 24, and he's been on the Dodgers for, like, 15 years, it feels like. He's been pitching since he's like 17 for the Dodgers uh, coming up. But another guy, uh, yeah, these, these guys are just fun to watch. And uh, hopefully, you know I'll let the Giants have this one. Hopefully they do sign Rodon and we could see that battle for a while. Yeah, because those uh, are, I mean, I don't know if you would agree. And there's some, some guys that maybe I'm forgetting. Those could very well be the two best left-handed starters in baseball. Max Freed and Shane McClanahan, I think, have cases, but any given year, I think you could argue those are the the one and two or two and one best left-handed pitchers of baseball starters. It's yeah, it, I, I, they're definitely up there. I yeah, like you said, McClanahan, 
and Max Fried. Those are probably the top four right there, unless I'm forgetting anyone too. But uh, yeah, n- nonetheless, they're, they're they're great guys to watch. And getting into the AL pitch of the month, this one's a righty for the Blue Jays, Alec Manoa. He's got that dog. That was my word, dog. 41 innings pitched, so 11 more than Julio did, and a .88 ERA in the month. The 1.1 war, but Manoa, I mean, oh, he's so good for the Blue Jays, and he's another guy who is an ace as well, and this guy's a dog. What did you say his ERA was? .88. Point, wow. Uh, Yeah, my guy does not have quite the glistening ERA, but... You all know him. You all love him. Shohei Otani, 33.1 innings pitched, a 1.09 ERA, a 1.4 war. So he had led American League pitchers in war, 10.09 K per nine. Whenever Shohei is up for this award, I'm going to give it to him because Alec Manoa isn't hitting the way that Shohei Otani is hitting. Shohei Otani is on one of the, I think, one of the longest hit streaks of his career. He's hitting the cover off the ball in this month. And he also just, I mean, pitching to a 1.09 ERA while striking out 10 guys per nine innings. I'm not not going to give it to Shohei. Manoa was very close. He was my second. I'm glad that you went with him so that he gets some recognition. But for me, it was Shohei Otani all the way. It's the pitcher of the month, not the best pitcher who can also hit of the month award. So that's that's why I went with, uh, I went with another pitcher for our surprise of the month, kind of in a negative way. It, it was Jacob deGrom. I kind of look and there was no one who stood out to me like same uh, on the on like doing better than I expected and so Jacob deGrom 4.5 ERA and five starts he averaged only I think he had 28 innings he averaged a little over five innings per start which is we're not accustomed to that with Jacob deGrom I mean he, he had one bad he had that one bad start against the Braves this past weekend that that, that was one of their losses and my word was bruh are you serious right now, bro? But uh, so that was just one not expecting. We want Jacob deGrom to do well. The Mets absolutely want him to do well going into October. So that was a surprise. They don't want him to do well. They need him to do well. Like the whole, the whole discourse about the Mets is you don't want to run into them in the playoffs. You're facing deGrom and Scherzer and the Braves are like, we don't care. We're going to hit both of them. uh, And then we're going to hit Chris Bassett too. But like they need Jacob deGrom to pitch well, because that's, that's the that is where they built the team and they didn't make any moves to the deadline because they said once the trade deadline is coming Jacob Drum's coming back off the, the injured list so he's effectively their trade deadline move he's the supposed to be the best player on their team one of the best players in baseball they need better than a 4.5 ERA if they want to contend for a World Series I'm gonna stick in the AL East I'm gonna say surprise of the month for me sounds really weird going with the Atlanta Braves but they proved me wrong I felt at that I was kind of at the 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 top of the mountain all year. The Mets were my bold prediction. I thought I said I think this is finally the year that they come through, win the National League East. Thought that a month ago. Thought it two weeks ago. Thought it last week. Thought it just as you know as far ago as this weekend. And the Braves come through. They sweep the Mets in a series where I thought it was going to be down to the wire in every game. It was definitely not going to be a sweep. And they come in and they swept the Mets in effect, winning the American League East. If the Mets lose one of their two games today or tomorrow, uh, or if the Braves just win one more game the rest of the season, the Braves will lock up the East. So for that, for that, I'm I'm going with the Braves as my surprise of the month. Yeah, the Braves, I mean, they make me seem like a genius, uh, even though we don't get the, Never mind. Uh, even but, though you yeah, predicted make- the, the reigning champs to win their division. Yeah, but I mean, I stuck with them the entire time. They were 
10 games back at one point. That's and, true. Uh, the White like Sox said, uh, it, it, the White Sox offset that. That one I, we don't we don't talk about that one. I do want to at one point do uh whether it's in next week's episode just kind of like a little segment where we go back and kind of like toot our own horns a little bit but also see the teams we are most off on being the White Sox and Orioles most likely. I want yeah, I, well we can we can probably think of a point system where we look at our preseason record predictions, we say like how many games we were off both ways and then whoever had like I guess it would be the lowest number would be the winner. And also we'll get next week or I guess the episode later that we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. But episode later this week I guess is going to be series locks you know naming the winner because yeah, it's going to be done tomorrow. Hopefully we're getting uh we're going to go through the playoff series, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Stick stick with us. Little plug, subscribe. Who's your American League surprise of the month? American League surprise of the month. This was Elvis Antris. So, I mean, this guy I I, I wanted to do more than one word. My word was bum. Because <laughs> he was a bum on the A's this entire year, kind of in the past few years. But since going to the White Sox, he had a one to, or not not since going to White Sox, but this month he had a 128 WRC plus with a 279 average, a 1.6 WAR in the month. So Elvis Andrus, I mean, kind of out of nowhere, had played great for the White Sox. I guess he just needed a little little change of scenery to to get him going. But uh, unfortunately for the White Sox, it wasn't enough to overcome the Guardians. But Elvis Andrews, he had a great month. I guess Elvis Andrews needed a movie to come out about his name. You know, Elvis gets released, and Elvis gets released, goes to the White Sox, and then he, he's playing well in September. Gosh. So definitely a surprise. He's one of the, there weren't a lot of great candidates for surprise of the month this week, or this month, and he was one of the guys I looked at. But I ended up going with Jeffrey Springs, and I know there's a lot of people that are going to say, who's that? So I wrote down Ray's pitcher <laughs> because Jeffrey Springs is one of those Ray's pitchers that they produce who just pitches well for a month. Last month, it was Drew Rasmussen. This month, it's Jeffrey Springs. 31.1 innings pitched, a 1.44 ERA, 0.8 war, and an 8.9 K per nine. You know, I first came on to hear about Jeffrey Springs because he pitched against me in the fantasy baseball playoffs and he had a good couple good starts in a row and looked at his month-long month-long stats 31 and a third innings pitch in a 1.44 era yeah that'll get you surprise of the month when i had never heard your name before you yeah, feel like you can always go with a array for surprise of the month in some capacity or another there's always some dude like who are you and then you'll see like 150 wrc plus or one point something era and it just seems like they just produce guys that do like who are who are you and that that that, that just play well and uh, so those are our awards. Um, it was a good month of September. Excited to get into the postseason, though. And, I mean, we have a little bit of time here. Before we get into our question segment, which have been fun, you want to go over a quick overview of what's going on in Series Locks? Just because we haven't really done that in an episode in a while. If you follow our Instagram, you're caught up with that. But it's, it's, it's a fun race in, in Series Locks. So you want to go through that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm up, what is it, five points? I've got I've got the spreadsheet pulled up. It's getting a little getting a little long. It's right now you're up seventy one to sixty six. We both have five picks this week. We both have a double down. Surprise! We both lost our first game of our double down. I had the Dodgers over Rockies. You had as as Braves it over always Marlins. goes. I don't yeah, think there's course. really been there's been like one successful double down. I was considering not picking one, not doing one just in case there was a loss. But I ended up uh, so I doubled down Braves and Marlins. We can run through the picks. I had Mariners over Tigers. Mariners lost game one. I had Mets over Nationals. That game got rained out. Mets won game one today, and they play two more games. 
I picked Brewers, uh, Diamondbacks. The Brewers walked it off, but it didn't matter because the Phillies uh, clinched their playoff spot. But So I'm up 1-0 in that game. Braves and Marlins, I doubled down, and the Braves lost game one. And then Rays, Red Sox, and the Red Sox beat the Rays in game one. Yeah, so my, my picks, I went Dodgers-Rockies, which is said lost the first one. The, the other one was Ra- Yankees-Rangers. The Yankees are lead that 2-0 right now. A sweep would be huge for me to make that up. Uh, Astros-Phillies, Phillies won and clinched the playoff spot last night. Braves-Marlins, I also had it, just not double down on. So Marlins win. And then Cardinals-Pirates, which I think the Pirates won that as well. So uh, out of five five games yesterday that involved me, I think I was 1-4. and four. So it's not looking good for my comeback. I need a couple sweeps, or I need a sweep from the Yankees and a couple sweeps going against you in order to come back. But it's been a fun year of series locks, and uh, I made a good good effort to come back. I think I was down by 10 at points, but uh, looks like the, the dream and the comeback is going to come up a little short in Season 1. But, you know, crazier things have happened. Well, I think, I mean, if the if the Marlins win one of the next two games against the Braves, which, I, like, I just, I don't know. I think the Braves are very, very motivated to win a game, considering that once they win one, they win the division. But, I mean, what if they win today, don't really care on Wednesday, and lose a game? That means I lose my double down, which would be minus two points. If the Dodgers can end up coming back, winning the last two games of that series to get them to 112 wins, that would be two points in your favor because you doubled that down. So already there, that's a four point swing. I was only up five coming into the week. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I just, I, I, I pray that we don't tie because that <laughs> would back. suck. Well, this 26, is week 26. 26 weeks. It's a uh... It would be, let me count how many picks. It would be 117 picks for me. And I think you had, you're going to end up with 115 picks. So over 100 picks each, and we're going to tie. That would, that, I would honestly think that's kind of funny. At least for me, because I'm coming from behind. So yeah, I, well, that would be a I'd, win I'd for you. Yeah, yeah. That as a win. All right, let's get into the questions. I've got a quick one to ask you. Go ahead. We know the 12 teams now in the playoffs. We know all 12, six in the American League, six in the National League. I'm just curious to know, who do you think is the worst? The worst? The worst team. Uh, um, let, let, me, let me give a... I think all the wildcard teams in the American League, I think the Guardians are kind of sneaky. I'm leaning towards the Phillies, if I'm being honest. Uh, which, it's... I don't know, but at the same time, I feel like the Phillies can win a, win their first series just because of the way it's formatted with three games because they've got the top two. Uh, maybe I'll go with the Guardians. It's a division winner. who's They're going to host a series, so another team that can win, but I, I'll, I'll go with the Guardians. I, I'm also curious think, to, to hear who you think. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was probably between those two teams. Part of me also wants to say... <laughs> Part of me also kind of wants to say the Yankees just based on how poorly they've played the second half. But like, I know they're not the worst team. They may be a team that I like expect to maybe get upset, but they're, they're not really not the worst team. It's probably between the Guardians, the Phillies, maybe the Mariners. But the Mariners have played really well down the stretch. They're just a team that's playing better than you would expect them to. I'm, I, I'm probably going to go the Guardians just because I think I think the Phillies have the better roster, but also I think you have to take into account managing. I mean, Terry Francona is a guy who's won or who's been in the World Series before. He's coached in many playoff series. 
the, the Phillies of like the Phillies manager coming into the year is right now doing MLB network breakdowns of how the Phillies made the playoffs. So like there's just a lot of um, lack of direction for that franchise that I'm just not sure they can. Like, I think it's great that they made the playoffs for them, but I'm just not sure how well they'll play in the playoffs. So I would say maybe I guess the Guardians are the worst team, but I expect the Phillies to be the worst playoff team. If that makes okay. sense. That, that's that, that's fair. And then our second question, TikTok is like this one as we keep mentioning. Uh, go follow. But uh, we're going to do another King of the Hill. This one is rookies. We've done positions before, but this one is rookies. The first matchup, let's get into it. Two guys that are kind of underrated rookie seasons a little bit. Joey Manessis, M- Manessis and Brendan Donovan. Who are you going with? See, I'm not... I'm not quite educated enough to really dive into the stats. All I know is uh, Manessis has not been playing quite as long as Brendan Donovan. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Brendan Donovan. I think he's been a little bit more important. He's uh, really helped the Cardinals stabilize a little bit and help them get to the playoffs. Yeah, those are just two rookies that I think deserve to be here, but I don't expect them to get out of that first, after the first round. Next one is Brendan Donovan versus Stephen Kwan. Stephen Kwan. Yeah, so now's, now's where it's going to get a little difficult for you with the big names. Stephen Kwan or Adley Rutschman? Uh, that's not even very difficult for me, to be completely honest. I think Adley Rutschman um, is as good as any rookie in the league. He's had one of the best uh, catcher seasons in the league in general this year. I'm going with Adley Rutschman over Stephen Kwan. And a quick dis- disclaimer that I forgot to say before the segment started. I, I left out Spencer Strider of this just because I think it's kind of hard to compare pitchers and hitters especially in a rookie season but the next one Adley Rutschman versus Michael Harris oh my that one's hard um I mean going forward is clearly Adley Michael Harris has been I think up for longer than Adley he has made a little bit more of an impact um I'm going Adley Rutschman I mean he's playing the catcher position he was just he's the leader of the Orioles team that no one expected to be good I'm going Adley Rutschman I think he's going to be a better player down the line anyway Better rookie year, you might go Michael Harris, but overall, I think best rookie, better rookie, I'm going Adley Rutschman. And then the championship matchup, Adley Rutschman versus Julio Rodriguez. Two guys, they were the one and two prospect, right? Who are you going with? I think, yeah, them and them two and Bobby Witt Jr. were the three biggest prospects coming into the year, and Francisco Alvarez, who's now up for the Mets, but this might ruffle some feathers. I'm riding Adley all the way. I, I just really think that Adley Rutschman... Maybe he's not had the best numbers of all rookies, and maybe he doesn't have quite the tools that Julio Rodriguez has, but at the position he plays, for the team he's played for, the impact that he's had on and off the field, in the locker room, in the clubhouse, I'm going Adley Rutschman. Wow. There you go. Adley Rutschman, your king of the hill. We'll keep doing these. I kind of wanted to stray away from the position base, and maybe we could do some even fun things. Maybe, Maybe like we did top five baseball foods maybe we could do something like that a food king of the hill in the future or a stadium king of the hill or teams or uh, i think i think we can get fun fun with that as well so there you go but adley rushman the king of the hill for rookies i assume that you you you're going julio over adley i, th- I think i probably would have you know when, when i do these i surprise I, I surprisingly i don't i don't think i don't take the time to think who i would choose but i think i would I think no. I think that makes sense. It, I'm probably it's probably a hot take, but 
I think Idley's earned it. I, I, it sucks that the Orioles hadn't made the playoffs, but I mean, also shout out to them winning season in a year that we predicted them to lose 100 games. Yeah. We've said it. We've said it like a thousand times this season. But Adley Rutschman really lit a lit a fire underneath the Orioles. They had just such a remarkable season. Doesn't end in a playoff berth, but is so proud of the Orioles. Absolutely, and that's our episode. Like we said, we'll be back in a few days with our postseason predictions, which is very exciting. Then probably by the time that's out, the playoffs will be getting started. So some fun baseball to watch. We'll see if Aaron Judge can get to 62 and today and tomorrow. Hopefully he can to break that American League record. But in the meantime, make sure you go follow all of our socials. You, you know where they are. If, if you're on Apple or Spotify podcast, they're down below in the description. As well on YouTube, it's right above us. And then make sure you go follow our Twitters, which are right below us as well on YouTube. And they should be in the description as well. But since then, we've been double play, and we're excited to come back for some playoff baseball next time we see you. And uh, Jack, any last words to say before the playoff gets underway? Um, go my series locks picks. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and go uh, everyone that I've got going in fantasy baseball. Don't, just don't choke. Don't choke. There you go. Don't choke is Jack's last message to his fantasy baseball team with one day left. Mets should and have been listening to me message, too, but yeah, my last message is go Dodgers. Well, there you go. I, they're not going to be able to get to one thirteen. That's one. That that's for sure. But uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all we've got for you guys. Peace.